Welcome to the Fat Talks podcast. Here we will share lessons to help you on your business and fitness journey. I'll be sharing practical solutions from building my business and having mind-opening conversations with amazing personalities too. My name is Tommy Rotimi. I'm the founder and creative director of Exclamations by Tommy Rotimi, a proudly Nigerian premium ready-to-wear brand I founded almost two decades ago. I'm also the author of the best-selling book, Fat Transfer from Waistline to Bottom Line, a book on life lessons for fitness and business. Welcome to Fat Talks. Hello, welcome to my podcast. Another day, another episode. Today on Fat Talks, I am talking about doing what works. Doing what works. You know, when I thought about what today's episode was going to be, I I was trying to be careful not to sound like a broken record, you know, because my message is the same, really. And really, I keep saying the same thing in different ways, hoping that you will get it. At the heart of my message is patience, consistency, and of course, making good quality decisions for our businesses and our lives. My whole message is about being a wholesome person, living a wholesome life, being more than just about the rat race or chasing the money, but measuring and quantifying wealth in not just monetary terms, but being spiritually sound, spiritually wealthy, and also being physically wealthy, considering health also as an asset and one that we should invest in. So this is my whole spiel. And I just keep saying this in different ways, hoping that, um, You'll get it, you know, in a way that resonates with you. Excuse me. But today I want to talk about doing more of what works, right? And the reason why I decided to talk about this was because I find that a lot of us, a lot of we um, business people or just even people in general, because of what's going on in the world economy and in most of our local economies, Many of us are panicking. I'm seeing it here in Lagos, in Nigeria. I'm seeing it amongst my friends. People trying to find new ways to earn money. People panicking to the point where they're even paralyzed and they're not moving at all. People generally being unsure and uncertain of what the future holds for their businesses because... You know, they can't really see the light at the end of the tunnel because of all the chaos that is going on. And the problem with panic is that panic saps your creative energy and it puts you in a mental state where you are stuck, right? You can't move forward, you can't move backward. You're just in this state of disarray and confusion and fear. And that is never a good place to be. But I want us to constantly 
check back into what life is, which is a series of seasons and moments. The beautiful thing about life that I appreciate is that principles don't change. Seasons may change. Moments could come and go. Principles don't change. So if you can somehow key into these principles in and out of season, you will ride that moment, whatever it may be, whether it's a high or it's a low, and you'll be okay at the end of it, right? One of the principles that I have learned as a matter of experience is when you have a gift, a gift from God, which could either be a solution, a talent, you know, an idea, whatever it is that is this intangible gift that you have that is yours, it is inexhaustible and it is something that you must explore to its fullest. You should commit yourself and your life to consistently and constantly exploring this gift and this talent. And if you can do this, explore this gift, you know, in one way or the other, you commit yourself every day or every other day or whatever to explore this gift, to keep sowing and investing in it. You can't get it wrong because it's fertile soil. It's yours. That's, it's a gift of God to you. This gift could be a design, right? I've talked about how we need to stretch the life of our bestsellers. This is another way of saying that. It could be a design. It's yours. It doesn't have an expiry date. And it has different versions, different iterations. It has different markets, different people who can use it for different things. If you decide because you're panicking to take your eyes off this gift you've been given and to focus instead on the craziness that is going on all around the world or in your community or in your local economy, you are missing out on an opportunity to evolve this gift or to explore this gift and to see how it is relevant for the season that you are in. Your gift is not only something God has blessed you with out of his benevolence. It is something he has equipped you with so that you can use it to create wealth for yourself and possibly for even generations unborn. Depending on how you want to commit to investing in this talent or in this gift, how much time, how much energy, how much effort you are ready to commit to it, this gift could be a game changer even for your entire generation, for your lineage. But you have to be ready to be committed to it. So one way you can do this is to consider what works. You know, as human beings, whenever something comes to us easy, we don't put value on it, right? When something comes to you easy, you assume it is not worth so much. It's not even worth so much of your time. It's not even worth so much of your energy. So you treat it as a hobby, as a pastime, or something you only just, you know, 
scratch its surface. You don't go deep. We are always looking for bragging rights. We are looking for war scars. We are looking for those things that will cost us time, energy, and effort so that we can say we did our best. We worked hard. You know I'm all about hard work, right? So I'm not telling you um, that because you have this talent or this gift or this thing you're naturally supposed to, that um, you're going to escape hard work. But what you would escape is the grind. You will escape the grind. It starts from doing first what works because the gift shows up as what works. What is that thing that you do effortlessly? What is that thing that you are known for, they are top of mind for? What is that thing that comes easy to you? What is that solution that you have found a market for? That solution that has found its problem. You do know that's what you are, right? As a business, as an entrepreneur, you are a solution finding problems. That's what you are. You are not a problem looking for solutions. Some of us have, you know, gone the other way around. We treat our businesses and our lives like problems looking for solutions. No, you are a solution, a magnetic solution put on this earth to attract the problems you've been created to solve. So when you have experienced that, you have experienced solution. You have experienced yourself provide solution. This solution has been accepted and it has been exchanged for money. You need to focus on that. You need to do more of that. I am not saying that you shouldn't explore other possibilities. But in a season like this, where things are so up in the air and crazy, you need to go back to what works and you need to do more of that. There must always be some of your energy committed to finding new platforms and discovering new territories and exploring more of your talents and seeing what else it is you can do. You know, I'm all about that too. But in a season where things are so crazy, money is in short supply, you need to do more of what works. So practically now, if you're a fashion designer, for instance, you know, I'm all about my peeps. What within your collection has worked in the past? How can you take that, rejig it possibly, and make it more relevant to now? That thing still has your DNA, and that thing is still a gift from God. You only need to be committed to making it relevant for the season and the market that you are in. You know, for some of us, right, we have a team. We have a good team that have been dedicated all these years. Maybe this is not the time to let a good team go. Maybe this is a time to look within that team and see what else each member can do so that we are not bringing new people in and all the drama that comes with that. But we're exploring what we have and utilizing more of what we have. In doing that, you... That way you're spreading the wealth among a smaller group of people. 
and you are rewarding them with more responsibility, right? I want you to look within what works. This might be an exercise you want to do in private. Go back to that journal that we talked about last week and start jotting down the things that have worked. Now, I know for some of us, we could say some of the things that have worked in the past may have gone with the past and may not work right now. I disagree. I believe there's always a version of it that will be relevant. I believe every gift we have has the potential to evolve and there's a wide spectrum of ways that it can evolve. You only need to be committed to that evolution. If you know me, right, I know my brand, you know I'm all about this. I am very introspective. I look within quite a bit, something that I love to do. And one of the things that I'm also committed to doing is to exploring some of my wins from the past and seeing how I can replicate them now, right? Um, Let me give an example. For instance, writing. I love to write. I love to write. I find writing very therapeutic, right? I've been writing since I was 10. If you've read my book, Fat Transfer from Waistline to Bottom Line, I talked about my love for writing and my first entrepreneurial exploit, which was writing. It's a funny story, so go and read the book and buy the book and read that bit. Um, you know, but that was something that always gave me joy. From the age of 10, writing gave me joy. Writing was an outlet for me. Writing made me money. But along the line, I left it because it comes so easily to me because it's not something I really make too much of an effort to do. I didn't add value to it. I honestly don't know when things turned around. I think it was when the whole Facebook thing came and, you know, I wanted to start to journal my journey in business. Um, And then when I wanted to start journaling my fitness journey as well, I found myself coming back to writing again. Then I started blogging for my business website, you know, and gradually I found myself, you know, writing again, you know. And then when it was time to start exploring how I can, how I could take this deeper, right? I started to write my first um, manuscript. In fact, it started with writing my uh, posts for Instagram. You know, doing my series on Instagram. You know, that got a lot of um, it got a lot of feedback. You know. And that was how Fat Transfer was born. Fat Transfer started, first of all, as a series on Instagram. And I started to put all those lessons together. And, you know, this book happened. I've taken it up a notch now. I have written a second book. So, you see, I want you to see where this thing started. It started with me at 10, um, just writing these books for fun and even selling them. Me leaving it for a minute, going back to it on Facebook, taking it a step um, higher with my blog then taking series on Instagram, then writing my first book. The first book was an eye-opener for me. Um, It's done, the book has done really, really well. He's touched many lives. Um, And it's reached some people that my fashion brand has not reached. You know what I mean? Some of the people who have bought my books have never bought the clothes I design. But it's still me, right? It's still me. 
right? And um, now they've been able to connect with me through this other outlet. But that outlet had always been there, but I never explored it. Now I'm writing my second book and I am excited about this second book. Um, if you follow me on Instagram, and you should follow my handle, tommy.rotimi. I'm talking about my new book and I'm taking my my followers and my tribe through my journey to writing this second book because this second book is a much bigger book. So like I said, I'm going deeper now. It's a much bigger book, much higher um, word count. And I need a lot more help with this book and a lot more time, right? But this book is also going to reach people possibly. The first book didn't reach, but more importantly, I'm beginning to grow my portfolio and grow my body of work with writing, but it's always been there. It took me time to to think about it and say, you know, this is a thing for me. I need to explore more of it. And, you know, if if I consider my business as well, some of my designs um, have evolved from what they used to be and they've become more refined, more sophisticated and they've, they've reached other people. But it took me also going back to say, what is my design DNA? What is it about my design that really gets people excited? What is it about my design that solves a problem? What is the constant in my design? It's not necessarily in the design itself. It's in the philosophy behind the design. It's in what the design stands for. It is who it is made for. It is how it's um, made to be comfortable and how it's made to fit. What are those salient points, those intangible points in the design that I can sprinkle on anything else I do? Right? I have to be deliberate about this. This is the reason why exclamations as a brand, this is why we have a wide range of products, but everyone has something in common. Everyone ticks a certain box, right? Everyone resonates with the people that the, the, the brand is called to serve, right? But because I've been doing this so consistently, my, my designs are known for, some, so for something. My brand is known for something and, you know, I can go deeper. You have to go deeper with what works, but you have to be present, have the presence of mind to acknowledge and identify what works. Please, this goes against being a copycat. It goes against just blindly going with trend. It goes goes against um, designing pieces too often. You know what I mean? Coming up with new things every two minutes. Going deeper means establishing these things, being known for something, right? Um, I'm proud of my brand. I'm proud of exclamations because we are known for something. We are known for what we do because we've been doing it for so long and we've been doing it consistently for so long making clothes that are quirky and trendy and comfortable, original pieces that people can associate with us. You know, we are not trend-driven. We are passion-driven, right? These are things that we've been deliberate about doing. And because we're authentic with this position, it's easy to build on it and to grow to grow it, right? I want you to do this for your business. Now, this will not always be rewarded, this thing I'm telling you about. It will not always be rewarded in the minute, but 
even though it's not rewarded in the short run, in the long run, when you have this body of work, when you have this system that has been proven over time, you will realize that it's worth it. It's worth going deeper with what works, right? It's worth it. That's it for today. I really do hope you understand this message because I feel it's word in due season for somebody out there. Someone who is trying to find a new venture, who's always trying to find a new venture. Someone who is looking for a solution to create wealth and is jumping from one venture to the other. You all know people like that. You call them serial entrepreneurs, but most of them are just people who are um, anxious and restless and impatient. You're too impatient with the process. So you're jumping, you know, to something else. So you experience that thrill again. Most people who are serial entrepreneurs in the sense that, you know, they're just jumping from one opportunity to the other, to the other. Most of them, there's a restlessness there, right? That prevents them from sticking to it. The magic is in sticking to it. That's where the magic source is. So you get to a point where you've built this well-oiled, automated machine. And then you can move on to other things. You know, if exclamations wasn't as established as it was, I wouldn't be able to write a book. Writing a book takes time. As much as I enjoy writing, the process of writing and editing and publishing because I'm still a self-published author. So there's somebody out there who wants to publish my book. Let's talk. But I'm still self-published, you know. It takes time and it takes a lot from you. If my business wasn't established, I wouldn't be able to explore that. I wouldn't be able to record this podcast right now or write my newsletters, you know, or consider doing any of the other things that, you know, might come up in my radar. So doing more of what works, please do that. Anyway, I'm done. I'm done. So um, I'm just going to summarize the points for today. Something I want us to start doing now. I want you to do more of what works. I want you to take the time out to document what has worked. I want you to see how your business can evolve and be more relevant for this season. How you can take the winners and the wins from the past and tweak them, rejig them, and bring them back as solutions for the present. How you should be patient with the process because the process does take time and it may not be rewarded in the short run, but in the long run, you will have built a reputation and established yourself as an institution in this thing that you do so well. Finally, remember that you are a solution looking for problems to solve a magnetic force called to solve problems and the problems, the people who are ready to pay you for the solution that you carry, they are waiting for you to show up. That's it for me for today. Thank you so, so very much for listening. As usual, please listen to this over and over and over again. Jot down what it is has resonated with you and see how you can begin to put this into practice. Please share. There's somebody who needs to do to hear this. Sorry. There's someone who needs to hear this. There's somebody running around like a headless chicken looking for how to create wealth 
when what they need and their money makers are already in their coffers. That person is your network. I may not be able to reach them directly, but maybe you can share this podcast with them. Maybe they can begin to look inward and begin to, you know, do more of what it is they are good at, right? That's it for me for today. Thank you so much for listening. Remember to send me feedback. Last word, send me feedback. I love to hear from you. Let me know how this has resonated with you and how this has helped you and your own experience with doing more of what works. I love to hear that. I love to be encouraged too. Thank you for listening. Speak to you soon. Bye. Thank you for listening to my podcast. This was an amazing episode. Please subscribe to the podcast anywhere you get your podcast. Also, buy the book. Fat Transfer from Westline to Bottom Line is available on Amazon and also on www.tomirotimi.com. I would love to hear from you. Let me know what resonated with you in the episode or in the book by tagging me on Instagram at tommy.rotimi or tag the book page Fat Transfer by Tommy. Looking forward to the next episode. Tune in, please. Thank you and bye.